Now this one is really more windows and door, which is nice. It allows a little peek at what lies beyond it, or at least, you know, some idea of it. There are small lights that can be seen twinkling on a dark green shape. It's most likely a tree, so the frosted panes of glass blur the details somewhat. The wood you can see is a smooth-grained hardwood. It's most likely cherry or some other fruit and it's finished with a tasteful brown lacquer. It's just a small latch, so you hook your fingers through it and pull, and the door clicks open. So on the last episode, you all were in the middle of a conversation after discussing things with the Sugar Plum Fairy and ultimately deciding not to burn the entire Keebler tree to the ground, which, let's be real, is probably the ethical choice. Um, you were trying to decide what to do as the Sugar Plum Fairy revealed that there is something that is draining the source of magic, the joy of children, that is in the Big Rock Candy Mountain somewhere. You asked her for resource and she gave you basically the keys to her Lambo um, and the promise of a soldier. She also directed you that someone nearby could help you acquire gear. You were back and forth in a conversation on whether or not you go back to Mrs. Claus and tell her that you are not going to burn it to the ground before going to the Big Rock Candy Mountain, or if you just go to the Big Rock Candy Mountain without mommy's permission slip. At that moment, the door opened and a beautiful doll-like soldier, though distinctly still humanoid, and human-esque, just very pretty, very petite, and very put together in a sort of inhuman way, uh, arrived at the door asking if she was summoned. That is where we find you all now. And I don't want to say quite in the ruins of the Sugar Plum Fairy's office, given that uh, two of you were pulling garlands from the ceiling and eating them throughout if I recall correctly, the entirety of the last episode. Oh, yeah. If there's any left, Spruce is uh -huh. still... Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If there's any more on the walls, it's still... Spruce is, Spruce is putting them into his blend jet with, like, a scoop of protein powder. Hell, yeah. Nice. It's gross. I think Pachelbel just looks at the, the newcomer and waits, like, maybe looks back at the Sugar Plum Fairy. The Sugar Plum Fairy is going to get up and go, Yes, if you would regard over here. Your new assignment is to accompany them. To... To what end? To whatever end they decide. Provided they do not go against your oath. Yes, milady. She's going to turn and kind of curtsy you realize that uh, under her armor appears to be something more of a dress rather than the kind of like chain and linen you would expect. So she curtsies a little bit gently and walks back up. It's lovely to meet you all. My name is Clara. Jack will bow to her as well. G given the confusion, does anybody want to roll a history check to see if that name is familiar? 
Um, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Hey. 13. 21. All right, yeah, yeah. Paco Bell remembers, the rest of y'all don't. Clara is well known in this region specifically as being the one who defeated the Rat King. It appears that since then she has sworn fealty to the Sugar Plum Fairy and has been acting as her woman at arms, as it were. Which is impressive, but given that she killed the Rat King when she was much younger, not terribly abnormal. Uh, Paco Bell is going to kind of look at her a little slack-jawed and go, Is it Clara? Is that Clara? I don't know that I would give myself that much credit, but I, I really just threw a shoe. But yes, that Clara. That fits quite a throw, and he shakes her hand, like, very uh, warmly. She's going to shake his hand graciously and go, Well, I do have one hell of a throwing arm. My name is Pucklebell. It's wonderful to meet you. And all of you are? Jack Frost. It's an honor, truly. You as well. Uh, Spruce is going to, like, wipe his mouth and try and then, like, wipe his hands on his vest and be like, Uh, 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 Spruce. Charmed, I'm sure. And reach out a hand to shake her hand. She's going to do the, like, very lady thing, where instead of, like, shaking your hand, she sort of, like, gently holds it in that sort of dainty way. Charmed, I'm sure. Spruce is just like, yeah. <laughs> Hallie's just gonna go up to her and just kind of, like, headbutt her in the shoulder. She's going to give her an affectionate ear scritch. Aww. Well, I love Clara. So... Are we to adventure, then? Yeah. yeah. I think we were going to get some gear from a few houses down, and then... Ugh, do you have a list of what you're trying to get? He isn't the best if you don't have an idea of what you're getting. I think we need a harness, and maybe just some supplies for the road. And cookies. He also carries armor and weapons if you need them. Oh, weapons. I do recommend getting something textile from him, just as a safety precaution. Okay. <laughs> Spruce is going to turn to Hallie and be like, all right, what's textile? I think it's a book. Nice. I can't read. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, well, I don't really want to get... Some other armor. I like my own armor, but I guess if we're not going back home, then probably a good idea. I'll wait out here if it's all the same to you. Outside the the, the room, I mean, not not in here. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, let's let's go get the gear. As they like turn to go out the room, Spruce is gonna like hang back and is like picking candy off of his face a little bit and and eating it, and is just looking around at the whole office. And then he's going to turn to the Sugar Plum Fairy and be like, all right, like, but you're like outside of all of this, right? To what do you mean? I mean, like, you're not a Christmas elf and like, you're not a Keebler elf. I am neither. Right. So like, what's your thing in all this? Are you asking if I share an origin similar to yours, or if I share a motivation similar to yours? Those are two very different questions. Cha, dude, I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess both. 
She's going to look at you kind of sympathetically and swirl her hand in the sugar on her desk or whatever's left of it from you blowing. Oh, it doesn't make candy floss. Watch it. A crystalline box, very ornate, is going to form from the sugar, filled with multicolored, dusted, like, cubes of something soft. She's going to hand it to you. He gingerly puts out his hands to take it. It's lighter than it should be, given how it looks. But she's going to kind of, like, look at you very sympathetically for a moment, and she goes, I wished to be in a position of power, if I may be candid, but I do not wish to see my people suffer. Spruce, I... You have a destiny greater than you know, and I am interested in seeing how it unfolds. I think he's gonna, like, take the box to his chest and be like, like, thanks for the... for the pretty thing. But, like, I just want everybody to be happy, man. And that is exactly why you are the right choice. He's just gonna, like, furrow his brow and be look... like, he looks totally fucking confused. And just, like, wave a little bit as he turns around to walk out. She's gonna smile, and it is both comforting and unsettling at the same time. Jenna, for your notes, you've been given a sugar box filled with eight Turkish delights. Each of those Turkish delights acts as a greater healing potion. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's because I got smacked so hard, isn't it? (laughs) So you all are going to leave the Sugar Plum Fairy's office spruce a little bit later than the rest of you. Not sure if that sparks any kind of convo with you guys, but you when 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 you hear three doors down to the left, which is where this person that is supposed to give you gear is, you would think that it would be kind of a easy stroll. The hallway is infinitely longer than it both looks like from the outside and feels like on the inside. You walk for a couple of minutes before you're able to come across even the first door. As you continue to walk, you feel that the ground is getting a little bit softer as you go. Not distressingly, like you don't feel like the floorboards are rotting, so you're about to fall through the ground, but it feels like the sensation of walking from concrete smoothing into carpet. The smell of cinnamon is sort of wafting in the air, and there's a warm feeling as you continue going. You come across the door, and it is a delightful baked door covered in a cream cheese icing. On the placard that is made out of what appears to be some kind of peppermint bark is Quartermaster. I'm going to like tap Hallie on the shoulder. And nod to the door. You ask him. For cookies? For cookies? For your harness? You gotta get you gotta get your harness. Okay. Alright. And she'll like headbutt the door. Alright. So the door is going to swing open and you're going to hear the tinkling of little shop bells as it opens. You're going to step into the room and it is going to feel a little bit different than the rooms historically have. Instead of the rich smell of baked goods, it's going to smell almost like cedar wood. 
not so aggressive and different that you are startled by it, but enough that you're kind of surprised. There are along the walls rows and rows of armor. There are rows of cloaks, rows of mittens, rows of warm winter hats and scarves, bolts of rich cloth, velvets, well, well, well-dyed wools, like really beautiful, sumptuous fabrics. You also see significantly smaller an area sort of back towards the corner that is filled with things like packs of food and traveling water. Which is odd for a quartermaster. Hello? You see behind the desk, or more accurately here, that sound, and a little like... Standing up will be an enormous cat wearing an outfit of like sumptuous velvets. He's going to kind of like uh, rub his little eye and go, Yes, may I help you? Yes, yes. Uh, we need uh, a harness so I can fly and cookies. And I think something else, but I forgot it. He looks moderately confused. You can't tell if it's from his nap or from that weird list of things to have. I'm treating him like a magic Walmart. Right. You guys are also going to see this. Like, she didn't fall into another dimension. Yeah. Paco Bell might step forward at that point and go, uh, We have been sent by the Sugar Plum Fairy to get uh, some supplies for a. Uh, she said you were her best friend. To get, to get some supplies. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Is reasonable. I am assuming you will also come to get some new clothes. Nope, don't need no. Uh, but perhaps uh, some armor. Fuzzy asses. Armor counts technically. Cloaks, perhaps? Uh, for going where it's cold. Cloaks do count. Cloaks count very well. Yeah, Zin. Zin, Zin we're getting some clothes, Wonderful. yes. Wonderful! Wonderful. Come in, come in, please. Browse my stock. I'll see if there's anything I can find for you. I also want to be very clear. This is a human-sized cat. <laughs> Amazing. This is this is not like a cute little cat, like just wearing a little outfit. Like he is. I was large. picturing Puss in Boots. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, and that was adorable. But no, this is a very large cat. That makes it way less adorable. I was picturing it was a several-story tall cat. That's a forty-foot-tall cat. <laughs> um, I was picturing it at exactly the size you said, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, but you didn't specify which Alex. So at the end of the day, <laughs> you're not Alex. You're a highly. <laughs> yeah, I guess Paco Bell start looking through cloaks. All right, wonderful. Jack scoffs at cloaks. You are going to browse through the cloaks, and they are going to be. Many are going to have fur lining, some will have wool lining, some will have velvet lining. There are going to be several lengths, several thicknesses, and several textures, for lack of a better word. In the more practical sense, um, 
there are going to be a lot of magic items uh, in access in the Dungeons and the Dragons, you will have access to many of these options in this shop. Ooh, a magic Walmart. Each of you will be able to select one magic item. Within reason, if one of you says they're going to take the spell of three wishes, like the, the ring of three wishes, <laughs> I'm going to turn that down. Can I do something weirder? Please do. Okay, so I think Hallie, after delivering that list of things and then finding out if there's a magical exchange thing, I think what Hallie's going to do is be like, I don't know what I want, but... And then she'll like go into her like little pack and bring out just this little like tattered piece of red ribbon and put it on the counter and be like, but I got this for you, and then you just give me what you want. And this is, it, now we're doing a present thing. <gasps> a gift for me! I love that. Huh? Uh-huh. He's going to pick it up and bat it a teeny bit. Oh, lovely. Yes, yes. Uh, one moment. And he's going to go into what you assume is the back of the store that isn't a store. He's going to come out with somewhere between a deer harness and a cloak. As it will be a harness, it is going to also have this this sort of soft wave of fabric behind it. It is going to shimmer in all of the colors of Christmas. These reds, these greens, these dark blues. As the light hits it, it shimmers a different color. So you have difficulty deciding what actual color this robe is. Uh, for the sake of practicality, uh, this robe is going to have three charges, uh, regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. When you wear it, you can use an action and expend a charge to cause the garment to display a shifting pattern of dazzling hues until the end of your next turn. During this time, the robe sheds a bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. Creatures you can that can see you have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. In addition, any creature in the bright light that can see you when the robe's power is activated must succeed a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or become stunned until the effect ends. It is the robe of scintillating colors. But for deer. And, and but for deer is in the name, but it's like in parentheses. <laughs> Hallie will be so absolutely delighted. She's gonna be like, I never, I never even knew that you could do this, and this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it suits you wonderfully. I'm delighted. <laughs> you see, you see, as 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 he fastens it to Hallie, he's going to pull out an incredibly long list, very similar to how uh, Santa's list is kind of roll up, he looks for something, and then he scratches out a name, and then rolls the list back up. Mm. Hallie is way too busy standing proudly in this new <laughs> new cool robe to, to be any suspicious of that at all. She is just, like, standing all proud and, like, turning this way and that to look at it. And she's, she's, like, so trotting in a circle like she's chasing her tail, yep. like, looking at how shiny it is. Yep. She finds a mirror and it, like, becomes, like, a makeover montage. She does, like, some cool, like, jumps and, like, kicks to see how the robe, like, floats down when she does cool things. <laughs> I think Spruce is, like, looking around at all of this stuff and he, like, he sees cloaks and he sees pants and he sees all this other stuff. And everything is like fur lined, and, and he's just like getting, 
getting a little grumpy about it. And he's like, all right, like, this stuff is really cool and all, but I run so hot. Hot, you say? Yeah. I got, like, all these little feathers and fur and stuff, and it just, like, it keeps me so, so warm. So you do not often wear armor or clothing, it appears. No, I got like I got like this thing, and he points down to his little his little his little bikini thing he got on. He points, I got this, and then I got this thing because somebody once told me that it was weird that I wasn't wearing a shirt, so I put on a shirt. I have just the thing for you, my friend. <gasps> He's going to rummage through a box and he's going to pull out a long, like, series, like a long ribbon, but a pair of them. Your arms, please, friend. Yeah, right. And he just, like, holds out his arms. He's going to wrap one ribbon around each of your forearms, making an approximation of bracers. Um, Instead of tying it off, he sort of just smooths his paw over them and it seals into this really like shimmering fabric that emits a little bit of a cooling sensation and looks that the fact that the the ribbon itself is going to be very, it, it gives the feeling of snow. It's, it's a little bit sheer, it's very wide, it glitters just a little bit, and these are going to approximate the Bracers of Defense, which will give you a plus two bonus to your AC if you're not wearing armor or a sh- using a shield. Heck yeah. He's just like holding it up and going, oh, this is so good. I haven't felt like not uncomfortable, like ever in my entire existence. I love to hear it. He's going to pull out his list again, uh, unravel it, look for a name again, and scratch the name off before rolling the list up again. Uh, Jack's just like looking through, looking at the swords, like running his finger along the blades and picking up other ones, putting them down, just looking around. Have you guys figured out who this cat is, by the way? Jenna oh, has. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's the Yule Cat. Uh, so the lore of the Yule Cat, for listeners uh, who don't know, because this is a little bit more of an obscure character, uh, if you do not have new clothes uh, for Christmas, he eats you. <laughs> I specifically told Alex, I was like, don't you dare tell that cat you don't need new clothes, you're going to get it. <laughs> and I said, that's fine. But then I was like, but also... I'm just going to be like, here, I have a present for you. Let's see what happens next. Also, I definitely think Hallie's over by Spruce just going, those look so cool. You look so cool. Oh, yeah. And Spruce is like watching the cloak. Just. It's just like, oh, I like this place. This is a really cool place. I like that cat. I like that cat a lot. It's my. I. Oh, this is probably mean to all the other cats I've met, but that I think that one's my favorite cat. I I don't think I've met like hardly any other cats. It's, this is definitely my favorite cat. Very good. Yeah, the same favorite cat. Heck yeah! Best oh, cat buds. And like he holds up his hand for a high five and just looks at Hallie. Hallie just like bumps an antler into. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the um. The cat is going to come back with a pair of what appear to be 
slippers that are a little bit more jestery than you were kind of hoping, um, but very much like fit the aesthetic vibe of ice and snow. He is going to hand them to you. Look at him for a second, like in front of my face. I'll give him a shot. Uh, slip them on. These are going to be the slippers of spider climbing. When you wear these light shoes, you can move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving your hands free. You have a climbing speed equal to your walking speed. Um, normally, in the way that the game is written, uh, you, it doesn't allow you to do that on a slippery surface if it's like covered by ice. That's ignored in this one because too much of this area is ice for that to not make this item useless otherwise. It won't help you on grease or oil, though. We're, we're just ignoring the ice rule. I like walk up the side of the wall and like just do a backflip off of it. All right. I like Hell those yeah. things. And they don't damage the walls. He's going to take out his list, unravel it, look for a name, scratch the name out, roll the list up again. Thank you. Of course. Can Paco Bell roll a history check or something to know who he was? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. Another 21. You are familiar with the Yule Cat, though slightly surprised as your understanding is that he is a creature of evil. And if you are not wearing new clothes by Christmas, he eats you. Okay. Um, is he wearing glasses? Uh, he is wearing a little monocle. A little monocle? He wasn't before you said something, and now that you did, he's wearing a little monocle. I love that. Uh, while everyone else is talking to him and shopping and whatever, Paco Bell has sat cross-legged on the floor and has taken out his tinker's tools and has been working diligently this entire time. Um, finally, he stands and he walks over to the, the, the Yule Cat and he says, um, I hope it's not too forward, uh, but maybe this will be more useful for you. And he hands up uh, another monocle, uh, but this has a series of additional lenses, which with clockwork will flip in and out as needed. <gasps> For me? Yeah, I, I saw you had the one, but maybe for smalling, uh, smaller stitches, this would be more useful. He's going to take it and put it into the one eye that does not have the monocle. <laughs> He's got two <laughs> He's monocles. Got two <laughs> My man invented glasses. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, this is delightful. Oh, thank you. Decided what I can get you. I have no idea. Um, but I'd love it if you picked me something. Of course, I will find the perfect purchase. All covered <laughs> by the sugar plum fairy, of course. He's gonna go Amazing. back into the back. As he's looking around at stuff and like focusing on different things, you see the lenses just flipping in and out. Oh, he's had, like th this is in stacks. Yeah. Magical. This is delightful. It's doing it on its own. That's yeah. This is wonderful. This makes me so happy. So good. Oh my goodness. I'll walk over to Spruce and Hallie. Hey, did you find you guys find everything already? Spruce is gonna like reach out with his hand that obviously they both have bracers on but he's just gonna reach out and like grab Jack by the arm and be like I'm comfortable. Oh that is very good. I'm glad. I tap him on, or like pat his shoulder again. I'm back. 
So, and he's going to kind of like come back with a with a big gesture. He's going to come and he he's holding a little velvet pillow, which on top of the pillow appears to be some kind of headpiece made out of candy cane. It's beautiful. What is it? Oh, just a little trinket. Uh, it goes on your head. At what he has given you for Nate's purposes is a circlet of blasting. This one being specifically the circlet of Christmas blasting. So anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> is that a goldfish crackers flavor? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas blasted goldfish. <laughs> All the delightful flavor of cheddar and peppermint together at last. <laughs> Tinsel. <laughs> this is lovely. Thank you so much. Uh, really compliments the ensemble. What do you think? And he puts it on. Oh, wonderful. He's going to open his list, scroll down, find a name, scratch it off, roll it back up, put it in his pocket. Oh, delightful. Oh, you all look so lovely in your new clothes. I do so love new clothes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I've eaten many children. <laughs> I'm a murderer. <laughs> Excuse you, sir. I am a murderer. Well, I'm I'm done. We're done with the game. <laughs> Alex is writing it down. <laughs> we won the game. Oh, that. Oh, that really twiskers my whiskers. While normally Scorching Ray shoots a, fi- a fire blast, this shoots a blast of pure Christmas radiance. Yay! That's what Scorching awesome. Ray does now. Based on that history check I made earlier, does it seem like uh, we just get the one present and that's fucking yes. it? Yes. Or, okay. Ooh. Yes, you get, you get the one present. They don't do stocking stuffers here, especially not before actual Christmas. <laughs> So each of you is going to be given as, you know, deigned by the Sugar Plum Fairy from the Quartermaster. If you don't already have an adventurer's pack, you do now, which I believe is 10 days of rations inside that. Is there anything else we need here? No, nah, dude, like, I'm good. I'm comfy. Hallie's just going to try a little, like, jump up just to see if she can, like, fly a little bit. Um, you cannot. Damn it. As that cape does not make you Superman, nor is it the cape from Doctor Strange. Dang. Does make you very shiny, though. All of you, for just a moment, feel like deep in your heart, a little font of Christmas spirit. I think Spruce is probably going to like touch his chest and be like, what? That's the snowflake in the fire. Um... Before we go, I'm going to go to the Yule Cat one more time and say, you don't have any scraps of leather, do you? Just uh, any small lengths. Oh, I believe I do. Would you like them with or without teeth marks? Eyes <laughs> is fine. I did. You know how it is. Sometimes you need to bat around a scrap. Yes, you know, I, I do know, actually. So that's... My Eldritch Cannon has T-Smocks in it right now. <laughs> He's going to pull out um, a small wrapped bundle of various leather sizes. All of them are going to be scraps, but you have been given bag of leather scraps. Perfect. All right. Um, I thank the cat again, and then I head out. Have a wonderful time on your adventures. You too. Merry Christmas. 
and a happy Yule. Yule what? Oh, he means like good Yule, like a, you know, like so as a Christmas. It's a, it's just, it's fine. Yeah, right. Different Christmas. I think as Hallie's like leaving, she's backing out the door, going, "Bye, cat. You're my favorite cat. I can see why you're the best friend of the fairy, fairy lady. Bye, cat." Uh, you see, Clara is um, sort of twirling what appears to be some kind of like candy cane like thing in her hands, the way people spin pens. Uh, when you see her, she kind of puts it back in her pack. Are you all ready to go? Yeah, I think so. You all bought something like clothing wise, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. He's um, a little bit of a stickler for that. Um, he's a little, uh, you know, eat children about it. Spurs is like, he looks around and he's like, oh, I forgot to get a book. <laughs> what oh. do you mean? You said to get textiles. Yeah. Um, textiles means cloth. I don't think, I don't think that's right. That's not a text or a tile. Yeah. I don't think the book would have helped you anyway. Well, neither did with the clothes. Except those ones. Points at her pricers. All of you were given a new outfit piece. <laughs> that counts. Damn it, now we gotta change our character art. <laughs> so, if you guys would come with me to the garage. Oh, yeah, okay. She's going to walk, and, and you notice, based off of her movements, which are this, this very graceful, elegant movement, you see that despite her armor and her dress, she's wearing ballet shoes like actual the actual shoes of a ballerina you are absolutely baffled at how she can live like that as anybody who has worn ballet shoes knows they are not comfortable any shoe that to like wear like bearably you need to like rip it in half is is terrifying to me she is going to come to as, as again, as you go down, the, the ground gets a little bit softer and softer and softer, and the smell of cinnamon gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, until you reach the very center of what you realize now has been a spiral, um, there is a column that when a small button is pressed, the button being a gumdrop, obviously, um, it rolls open to reveal a small chamber, which Clara steps inside. Hallie is just being trotting after this whole time, just still enthralled with this. I just, this I, cake, I want to so. make sure I give you guys agency in case you're like, this seems like a trap, even for things that I don't intend to make traps because I don't want it to be obvious when I'm trapping stuff. I want you to know that at no point did Hallie ever question this for a <laughs> second. She is being trotting blindsided by having this cool robe, harness, and its floatiness, and she just trots right in, no hesitation, no noticing the room is different. Alex, my treasure, my concern was not that Hallie would be suspicious. <laughs> Don't worry. Spruce also does not suspect a thing. So the three of you, well, five of you now, because um, I'm assuming Paco Bell also follows in and Jack, everybody. All right, cool. So you all get into the cinnamon rollivator and the door closes. You all being not like Tower of Terror dropped, but dropped down floor after floor after floor in the in the Keebler tree before it opens and you see a root system sort of spreading out over the ceiling. So you step out, 
you see perched right over, like right in front of a ramp that leads upward is the full-size, beautiful confectionery sleigh of the Sugar Plum Fairy. You recall her saying, you would not need a har- anything harnessed to make it move. But you do see two points sticking out from the front of it where you would normally harness a deer. Or a horse. Or a particularly speedy oxen. So, do we just get in, or is there a... Um, who has the crystal? Uh, reach in my bag, pull it out. Oh, as soon as he gets in, it'll work. Now, I'll step in. As you step in, holding the jewel, in a puff of powdered sugar, stand two crystalline horses made of sugar and what appears to be some kind of like swirled jam like to make it to give it this like really pretty like layered effect uh, not where its organs would be Austin I want to be very clear because I saw that look of horror it is not where the organs of the horses would be we all thought yeah. that um, yeah but Austin was the only one who was like visibly obvious they are fully bedecked, including having like those big plumy feathers coming out of their headdresses. But again, entirely made of sugar and some kind of like fruity swirl. I need you guys to imagine cream savers. That was that was the vibe, was cream savers, not horrifying organ pile. I mean, I thought it sounded cool as hell. Yeah. You all enter in to your sugared sleigh. The crystalline horses, um, not really making any sound or snuffling or movement until all of you are in, when they both begin trotting forward in perfect unison. Now is when you must make the decision. Are you going to head to the mountain or back towards Mrs. Claus? I mean, Jack, you know my decision, but... I can see his argument for not doing it. Oh. It wouldn't be the first time I went against orders. Well, I trust your decision, Papa Bell. Whatever you decide. Spruce? Natalie, what do you think? Like, don't get me wrong. I I think uh, Dad's wife is super awesome. But, like, she didn't send us here, man. That, that future baby did. Well, technically, so the baby sent us to now, but Chloe did send us here. Yeah, but like her plan was basically going to end in like. I know what her plan was. It's not a good plan. You guys are aware Clara is in the the sled with you guys, right? Okay, cool. Spruce doesn't give a fuck. That's why I cut Spruce off. Maybe we go to the mountain at least to just scout. Yeah. And then we can come back with some more uh, information. Because you never want to tell your commanders that uh, the plan is bad if they don't uh, have good evidence for it. So, yeah, we have to go to the mountain first, obviously, to get uh, details. Exactly. Right? This makes good sense. Yeah, man. When we get yeah. there, maybe Hallie can fly up uh, in the air and scope it out. We can get the lay of the yeah. land. It's a good idea. Yeah, you could uh, practice now as we're going. You could try and uh, do the flying. Okay, and then Hallie will immediately try to <laughs> jump. 
<laughs> Even this much encouragement, like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna try to jump out of the sleigh? Up. Just up. Up. Are we outside yet? <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, you are now. Just because okay. the alternative is that I have it set so that you guys leave <laughs> just as she jumps up and like hits her head on the exit sign and falls out of the back of the sleigh. And then you have a reindeer head to put into somebody's bed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. I wasn't going to go that far. I was thinking more Three Stooges and less Godfather. The exit sign turns out is made of blades. <laughs> <laughs> just blades. The exit sign is a guillotine because what it actually indicates is an exit from this mortal coil. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Sounds keepless. They're, they're dark. <laughs> My Christmas wish came too. So I got some Yule cat in there and that weird alien lady. <laughs> so as you all begin to trot out to the snowscape towards the Big Rock Candy Mountain, you see in the distance an oncoming blizzard heading your way.